Hey y'all, hey. Welcome to the Come and Talk to Me podcast with Cece, where we talk about all the things by way of memes, but from a 40 and over perspective. So I think it's time to start the show. Seasons 2 and 3 of the Come and Talk to Me podcast. For this bonus episode, this is an excerpt that was not included during my discussion with the IZZ during episode 35. The IZZ asked me a question about which hurts worse, racism or sexism, from my experiences. And uh, it was a very interesting conversation as he and I both discuss some of the experiences we've had, some of the things that we've noticed. And this little excerpt is taken from my explanation as to why I believe racism may hurt worse for me, but it's because the lack of pride that is instilled in little black girls about womanhood. So when we receive that sexism, we almost don't recognize it as being something that we should be offended by because we didn't know we should be proud of being a woman. So this is just a small excerpt, but it was a great conversation. And then we end the conversation uh, with our opinions of the term Karen's. So you got to check that out and uh, see what we say about that. So here we are. This is the last bonus episode. Again with the IZZ from the 30-minute podcast. You guys have to check that out. And his very own platform, The Science of Sex and Sexuality. You can follow him on Instagram at Sex and Sexuality. S-X-N-S-X-U-A-L-I-T-Y. Next time you guys hear from me, I will be introducing Season 3.
certain things that we are taught. You know, we we that pride is instilled in us, but we really don't get that that real those affirmations until we're adults. We don't get that as as little girls. As little girls, we're constantly being told what not to do and how to hide our womanhood. When we're becoming a woman, when you're at that age of being 11, 12, 13, and women start their periods, and you had that conversation with your mother, it's almost kind of like, uh, I'm going to go as far as to say shame. Like, you know, make sure you do this, and hide, put the pads in your purse, don't let nobody see. It's almost kind of like we're taught to like, you're a woman now, but, you know, hide this, be discreet about that, um, make sure you're covering up your cleavage. <laughs> You know, just all it's of funny that. that you say You know, you, it's funny that you say that. So, you know, okay, so the thing, so a lot of people don't understand is that my background is your background. So in the, not in the, in the, I'm telling my age now, in the <laughs> late nineties, I, I was, a, I was, a, I was an educator and I just, and kudos, kudos to you for, you know, sticking in and being a podcaster and everything, but um, I'm still trying to move you into being a professional podcaster and letting that other thing go. But I, but I know, I know you can. And shout out to you and all the other public educators. I did my time. I'm not, I, and I'm I've done enough time. I've done years. I did it through throughout the late '90s and the in the thousands. But um, my start off, even while I started the nonprofit for young women in, in science and and started the whole sexuality thing is because I used to hate. See, when my daughter, and I have, you know, I'm a grandfather, I have a granddaughter. So, but when my daughter got her period, she called me from school. Well, I shouldn't say it like that. When she got her menstrual cycle, let me use the correct term for everybody. So, you know, I'm, let me not get too um, comfortable. You're okay. But, um, it was all right with, call, she, call, she didn't call her mother, she called me. And she knew what to do and knew what to have. But even when I was in, in, in the classroom, like, I would not let boys snicker. Like, that was part of, as a science teacher, that was part of my call to talk about is when we talked with the life science part and talk about biology. Then it was my turn to get on my soapbox and talk about that life would not exist without the menstrual cycle. Mm -hmm. Like, women should be proud of that. Yeah, it is. So that's what I'm saying. Like, we're not really taught... And I'm not saying that we need to go around, you know, like just broadcasting, hey, she got her menstrual cycle, she got her period. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is we're not taught as young black girls to be proud of our womanhood as young girls. We're taught to cover that up and to not show it. And don't let anybody, if somebody, you know, is looking at it too hard, that's not a good thing. So, you know, go another direction and cover up. And we're, we're taught that. And so... Um, racism hurts worse because I'm taught to be proud of being a, a, an African American. I'm taught that, but I'm not taught to be proud of, you know, I wasn't taught to be proud of being a curvy girl, of being, you know, a, a woman and, and having this um, softness that I have to me and my feminine qualities. I wasn't taught that until I became an adult. And you want, I learned. You that? No, no, I don't think we are. Oh, I, was about to give you, I was about to give you a lesson if you need one. <laughs> um, but we're, we're not taught that as, as young girls. And so, yeah, that racism does hurt more 
because we have that pride there. And it is like, it's almost kind of like we're taught to Can, I, can I say something about that, though? What? Go ahead. No, I just wanted to say, and I, I'm going to let you finish. I'm sorry, but even so, like, my mama, like, when I would say stuff to my daughter when, as she was growing up, because, you know, I was a, I was a, um, until we got married, I was a single father. So I, I took my responsibility as a single father. Like, I'm, like it was my time, like, until, until the marriage and everything like that, you know, it was, um, when it was my, like, if it was my weekend, my time, it was my weekend, my time, my, you know, it was that. And so when I would say things, my mama would always want to be around. Like, she was always like, you know, like, I need to be around when you, when you gather. And that's like, you can't always be around. Yeah. Y'all come stay with me. And all that stuff. And she was like, well, why do you say that? I'd be like, such a beautiful young lady and be proud of you. Or I would want to take her and let her hear what I would like, want her to go. Not all the time, but every once in a while, I'd take her to the um, barbershop with me. You know what I'm yeah, saying? So yeah. Get, and then we would have have a conversation about what guys are saying. And, you know, but women in here, their father say they love them and you're, you're beautiful and whatever like that. People get uncomfortable like, like, why is her daddy talking to her like that? But if you don't talk to your daughter like that, then when the young boy does it, then and he's like, it's oh, I new. love you. And, or you're so pretty. But it's brand new. And he's saying it to her, but he's saying it to her and say, but you got to give me something. We got to learn how to be able to, but yep. we should let our fathers be able to talk to our daughters without it being about the, um, that's right. The, the, but, these, but, but I have to say this too, this one public announcement. I see some of these women out here so keeping they because they mad because the dude don't want to be with them no more. That they'll keep the father from them, but then let the new boyfriend in and, and then don't even know that he ain't even right for the, mm -hmm. for the, for the spirit of the house. That, yeah. That's a whole nother issue. That is. That's, a, that's an issue. Now, I will say this. My I grew up with that. My uncles, I was surrounded by my father and my uncles. My uncles and my grandfather constantly, constantly told us how pretty we were and how we looked nice and Oh, that's my niece, and they constantly like looked out for us. And you want, with my, you my grandfather, you want <laughs> well, thank you, thank you for that. My grandfather, if, if my grandfather was blind, and he's always say, We used to say, Hey, papa, we've come in there and say, Hey, papa, and he and he would say, Is that my pretty granddaughter? Is that the pretty one? And all of us would say, Yes, <laughs> because that's just that's just the type of you know atmosphere it was so we definitely got that but i know i i hear what you're saying if you're never told that as a woman the first time somebody come along and tell you that you're like oh my god you know and that can be that can be done wrong but what i mean what is that we just as as young black girls we're just not really taught the same thing think about this as young boys how many times do we tell young boys show your muscles yeah look at him he got muscles look at him or you know, even as as little boy, I'm talking six years old. If a little six year old try to show his muscles, we praise that, and we oh look, you strong, and you know those things that kind of um, define manhood in a way. Um, we we don't tell girls like oh look at you, yeah um, show, you, you know you getting your new bra or oh, your chest coming in. We don't say that to young girls. It's kind of like okay, we got to take them to go get a. You know, bra and you know, but it's like you better not show yeah. that. You better why not show no cleavage. Why, why the voice got to get quiet and everything? Huh. Right. Right. I don't know, but it does. But we're coming up on a, we're coming up on an hour. I knew I knew my conversation with the IZZ was going to be like this because that's how we do. We talk like this on a regular level. I and I I appreciate people <laughs> that I can talk to and have conversations like this on the regular. We just recording this one.
Let me let me ask you let me ask you a question because you said that. Okay. Do you think that that's the right choice to use that term now? Karen. I do yeah. to a certain extent. I think but if we're having a conversation, you and I, absolutely, uh, we, we can have that conversation and we know that that is just a term, you know, it's just it's a joke, like many other terms we might use. I, I think the term Karen, um, I think it I think it can be derogatory. I think with anything, I, I just think a lot of things have gotten out of hand. There are certain things that you should be able to talk about with your family and you should not share it with the entire world. Now, we know this in our own households growing up, but I say that for us as black folks as well. There are certain things that we should talk about amongst ourselves, and we, should, we don't have to say everything in public. And we have gotten to the point where we're just like, yeah, I'm saying this, that, other, and you better not have anything to say, you know, back. And so I think that Karen is one of those terms. I really do. And it's just like, and I know a lot of people may disagree with me, like, no, we're going to say this, we're going to say that, look at all the stuff they've done. Okay, that's fine. But it's still that doesn't make it not derogatory when you use it that way. Do it. You have the right to do it. Yes, you have the right to I'm sitting outside Panera right now. I could go in Panera right now and yell Karen. I have the right to do that. But that doesn't make it less derogatory, you know, if I do that. So, you know. But um I do think that that term can be be used in a certain way. But I also think it's all in fun. When we when we say it amongst each other, we know every white I know every white woman is not a Karen. I absolutely know that. But I also know a lot of Karens exist. And so what we were just talking about with the um on, you know, on the job, black women having mentors, sometimes we will have that that Karen that um you know, it's like she's acting like she's helping you on the outside, but really she's like watching you to see what what you're doing so that she can undermine you and you know uh probably snitch on you or you know sometimes they snitch and this, they're, they're making up stuff there's not even a real snitch a real snitch is when you're telling the truth sometimes they're just making up stuff and you know decide to say something about it so we know that exists also Follow the show on Instagram at come and talk to CC. No numbers, no underscore, just come and talk to CEECEE -E -E on Instagram. Be sure to subscribe to and follow the podcast wherever you listen. And for that smooth rendition of Come and Talk to Me, for the theme music, I would like to thank producer Larry Owens. B. Landrum and Dre Walton on vocal production and arrangement, and Cleveland's own B. Landrum on lead vocals. Now, as always, pour a glass of wine, put on some old school R&B, and count your blessings. Take care, y'all.